Hello and welcome to the E14 Gamecast, Emotionally 14's gaming podcast. I'm your host Rob Wade and I'm joined as always by my gaming rock, my pet rock, Blake Hart. One up! <laughs> oh nice. Uh, Spike Direction is here. Player 2 has entered the game. He is also up because you're I'm standing, standing up. Standing because my chairs are not the most comfortable in long periods of time. <laughs> yeah. And Brad Harmer Barnes is with us as well. Nice rolling sound. Nice rolling sound, like people. <laughs> <laughs> we were, so we were kind of discussing in the pre-show what we were going to talk about and Brad came up with a good idea. Well aware. He's beaming with pride. <laughs> Up himself much. <laughs> um, that it would be good to approach the following subject. Games from your childhood, or just basically just generally older games. doesn't mm-hmm. have to be from childhood specifically. But older games you want to see either, I guess either, either as remakes or just re-released on some sort of backwards compatibility sure. thing. So, um, yeah. Are we talking specifically... Video games in this, or no, we can do tabletop as well. Yeah, no, yeah. okay, yeah, we can start with one and work to, to walk towards t'other, or we can just intersperse them. I don't really, I'm pretty easy either way. How he's got rails, it's, yeah, <laughs> that's generally how this works. <laughs> yeah, we can do video games tabletop and basically just chuck them into the mix when you got them. Just, just be maybe for the benefits of the listeners, just kind of go with just specify whether they're video game or tabletop before you say them. Um, I'll Noir. Oh no, wait. No. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I saw a comment loosely based on it that I was quite upset. Like, well, not upset. I suppose that's a bit extreme. But um, being uh, got emotional, then tempered it back down. Yeah. Well, no, no, it wasn't. Uh, well, it's, it's probably it was, an, it, was one of these, <laughs> it was one of these Facebook things with like old comment on a thing, and it was a similar thing where it was about games you want to be remade using today's oh. graphics. Yeah. But no one was choosing like old, older games. They were all choosing. PS2 mm-hmm. era onwards, and I was yeah. a bit like, "Well, no, that's missing not a, really the heart of the question, though, really." Because because yeah. I saw someone that I know actually comment on there saying, "Oh yeah, I'd remake the Mass Effect trilogy." And I was like, "Why?" Yeah. <laughs> it looks, what would you gain from that? Yeah, it looks really. fine. It's already HD-ish. Yeah, mm. and you know there there would be nothing brought to the table in today's graphics if you were to bring Mass Effect to to current gen. And also, you know, in terms of Andromeda, the the kind of early bugs on glitches on that one prove that maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you don't want that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, we 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 kind of said in the crazy chain that the sort of open world long form RPG things aren't necessarily that replayable anyway. So if you're getting a remake of something that you've played like of that nature. It has to have been long enough since you played yeah, it last time because I'm playing yeah. Skyrim on the Switch at the moment and yeah. it's been just the right amount of time since I last played Skyrim that I'm You've enjoying myself. Enough, yeah. yeah, and I've yeah, forgotten where that, everything is and I've forgotten how the quests go and stuff. So I'm I'm still, you know, I'm not experiencing it completely new, but it, a lot of it is like, oh, I, I don't yeah, remember it's, this. It's familiar to you, but mm-hmm. it's not, you know, like you, 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 you might go, oh, I don't remember this mission or I don't yeah, remember exactly. this bit. So I, it's, maybe still, I, it's still new to you. It's entirely possible I never did that quest anyway because mm. even though I played it for 150 hours, I didn't do everything. Hmm. So, you know, there's a good chance there's stuff I'm doing now that I never actually did the first time anyway, so it'll be completely new. I want a VR version of Space Harrier. That'll separate the men from the boys. Ooh. Well, and, VR well, Space Hulk. Most, it'll be mostly epileptics from the, And the epileptics from the non-epileptics. <laughs> That's easily, they're easily separated, generally. <laughs> would, it, would, the VR version, would the VR version also have the bit that lifts you up and down from the arcade? <laughs> that was crystal meth. Only virtually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, in terms of a game, it's the problem I have is there's a game I used to love from like the Mega Drive era called um, Gunstar Heroes, 
And Again. it was a yeah, 2D scrolling shooter for people who haven't played it, but it was nuts. It was basically explosions filled the entire screen. It was one of those games where there were so many explosions, the Mega Drive couldn't actually hack it and it would actually slow down at some point. Ooh. The frame rate dropped. But the Mega Drive had blast processing. <laughs> I know. For oh. improved nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I read a book about that. If anybody hasn't read it, I definitely recommend it. It's called Console Wars, and it's all about the 90s Sega and Nintendo Mm. war told from the Mm. point of view of Sega because it's actually interviewing people who worked there, and it follows the story of the guy, uh, Thomas Kalinske, who was president of Sega from like the early 90s through their peak into the point where it started to tank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably, I think yeah. it is actually. Yeah. Right, yeah. No, no, he's, 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 <laughs> then it is dead to us. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but it's in that they they talk about how they were sort of looking at the specs and they were going, "Well, what have we got that the Super Nintendo hasn't?" It's like, I mean, really, nothing. The spec is almost identical. It's like well, we must have something. And they said, "Well, we do, we do it, we do this through blast processing." It's like, what does that do differently? It's like nothing. But put it in the advert anyway. Yeah. So they just had an advert that was like so using blast processing because it sounds awesome. Yeah. It is. It's a very 90s buzzword. I'll go yeah. that. It is unaudible. Yeah. And I'm buying oh, it. I okay. bought it. Cool. Thanks, fact checker, Spike. How long has it been here, Bob? What? How long has it running at? Quite a long 20 book. hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's my kind book. of audiobook. I like a yeah, long yeah. one. Yeah, let's say right, it's, right. it's definitely worth, it's definitely worth a read, a read and or listen if you're into video games because it's very interesting. Yeah. So I like that, but I want something that captures that sort of feel and that sort of chaoticness but bring it but yeah this is this is where i would struggle because um i would like to bring it into sort of modern day gaming Mm -hmm. i don't want it to just be because i mean you know i suppose if you were arguing to make a modern day gunstar heroes you know okay we've upped difficulty you essentially have cuphead but I would like it, but with a bit more modern sensibilities and with something okay not when i say modern sensibilities i don't mean loot boxes um do you mean yeah. like the the jump from like two D to three D? Well, yeah, we got, like, there are some games that made jump, it. Or jump to yeah, I don't know if it would jump like to well, well, well jump to three D or if it would jump. I don't know the sort of game because it's so chaotic. I don't. Well, if it jumped to open world, it would just be Crackdown, I guess. Yeah. So fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Would it be fine? Yeah. But, they, um, um, they did. They do two point five D, don't they? Which is the two D your your characters in two D, but there's backgrounds and foregrounds Little that you kind of interact like with. That, I think It'll be yeah, yeah. Shadow Complex is a really good game with two point five D. I don't understand it where it came from as a concept. Streets of Rage. Did, that's kind. They kind of they kind, kind of, of cheated their way to that. Kind of. Yeah. Which is a game yeah. I'd like to see remade now. Yeah. And also Road Rash is the one I had on oh, my back oh. of my head. I'd play like a Road Rash now. I'd play that. <gasps> yeah. I just thought of another one, which I imagine Brad is going to actually have. Road Rash. No, I was going to say a game that they've never really brought back properly. They sort of hinted at it with an, an old PS3, Xbox 360 title called Renegade Ops, uh, Desert Strike. Mm. Oh, what a yes. game. A, a, well, a proper I, I, remake of that would be I good. I had a totally mental one. I'm glad you didn't say. That's fine. Uh, okay. I want a remake. I want fully updated the smartest graphics you can get away with, but exactly the same music and sound effects as the original, IK+. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Best of luck with that. Yeah, I'll play it. Yeah. See? Sure. On sale. I'd give it a go. Ooh, your games have got. <laughs> give it time. The thing with IK Plus is such <laughs> a great game. <laughs> it would it would have to be a sort of PSM party game, you know. Yeah. Ed, you know, put in at like the sixty or eight quid mark, it would, you know, just to get the right balance of it. But I think yeah. yeah. And if they to be honest, if they just re released reported the PS one oh, yeah. version of it over to the PS four store. 
it would be bought instantly. There would be no question. I'm trying to think of some games that I played in that era. Thinking like I'm, I'm kind of going back to sort of um, Super Nintendo Mega Drive. Yeah, era. I thought you would have chosen something like the Star Fox or. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, Star Fox is still good now. <laughs> Like, yeah, still play, also, still playable, if you yeah. HD remake Star Fox, you sort of lose part of the charm, which is that, that it was the, graphically incredible at the time. Star and Fox weird Zero now. is is basically this. Mm. It's yeah. the same story, and it's go. just all it's just new, slightly different controls, and mm-hmm. well worth a play. By the way, if anybody okay. has a Wii U, I still Jen, have a Wii U. You still have yours. I've got you? one game left because Jen hasn't finished it yet. Get yourself Star Fox Zero. I'll lend, oh, it, I'll lend it you even because I'm not playing oh, it. I'll bring it next time I do one of these. I bring it around. All right, cool. I appreciate it. It's worth it. Maybe you'll, get in for the, maybe you'll get in for the fifth year anniversary shows. My other thing is, is that I probably would just wait a little while and probably Star Fox will get ported to the Switch because it seems to be every Wii U game is, is being mm. ported to the Switch. Yeah, at the moment. To be fair, that's the only reason I've been considering getting the SNES Classic is to play Star Fox again. Yeah. I know it's not the question, but the online platform's got quiet, hasn't it? In terms of the announcements. Like what they're doing. Uh, yeah, I think last I read, they pushed it back a bit because what they wanted to do was a bit more complex than they were hoping or something along those lines. Um, there's still the, it's still rumblings of virtual console stuff. been listings for GameCube ports appearing in um, online stores abroad. Okay. So there's a possibility they may adapt some of the GameCube, more popular GameCube games, Sunshine. Um, it makes sense. It's not something they've done yet. No, Mario Sunshine's been sort of kept relatively clear, hasn't it? Luigi's Mansion would be quite like to play that again. Mm. That would work all right with the Switch, actually. Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. They did a remake of that, I think. Did they? Yeah. Black. That was uh, PS2. Yeah, I don't think they... Oh, no, they, there was a one, PS3 one, but I don't yeah. think it did very well. It didn't, no. But David Jeff still did it, didn't he? Still in charge of it. Yeah. Last thing I know he worked on was that drawn to death multiplayer shooter mm. thing. Yeah to go anywhere i never played it even when it was given to me for nothing <laughs> um but yes super nintendo wise i can't think of anything off the top of my head one apart from super off-road which was really cool which was an isometric it was kind of like desert strike camera perspective okay but it was a rally uh, like a, oh, I know, a rally cross i know the so it was just yeah like micro machines then yeah a bit like micro yeah. machines but the same oh sort my of God, thing imagine that now yeah I think they did. They did a. It's called Rocket League. There is a current <laughs> tabletop races. Tabletop races. Yeah, yeah. It, it, was it was all right. There yeah. is a. There is actually a new Micro Machines called Micro Machines World Tour on the okay. current gen. Has it got a presenter from Bad Influence as a playable character? Don't know. Most obscure gaming joke I've ever I know. Mm. <laughs> I forgot good. that was a thing until you pointed it out, and then yeah. I went, "Yeah, well, uh, I'd have to. Uh, I know someone who owns it. I will have to ask him." Mm-hmm. Thinking forwards, a generation going to the N sixty four sort of PS one era. It was a game I played the fuck out of on N64. It's called Hybrid Heaven. And I would love to see that find its way back to somewhere. What, what was that? Sorry. So it was, it's a hard one to explain. Basically, the, the premise was that people were being swapped out by identical shapeshift um, aliens who'd been sort of through reconstruction surgery to make themselves look the part. So at the beginning of the game, you play one person, you walk up and shoot somebody on the subway platform, and you don't really understand why. But it turns out it's like a weirdly convoluted plot where it's like, it turns out you're, you've been subjected to this social reconstruction. You're not an alien, but you've been subjected to it. So you're actually, what you're shooting is your doppelganger. Subway play. Okay. But it was like a third-person um, RPG, but you could do wrestling moves. And it okay. was like your, your moves were, you know, you could walk up to an alien, get behind him, throw it in German suplex him. <laughs> like that. And it was just... 
silly over the top kind of it was konami published yeah. and it was just it, okay. you know it had that kind of quirky japanese charm to it makes it somewhat endearing and like I say you could sounds a little bit silly in a uh, like no more heroes sort of way yeah, yeah kind of a... um it took itself a little bit more seriously than no more heroes because it wasn't so kind of aware of its own tropes okay but, um but it was still fun as fuck yeah you no know, it's one of those ones every now and then i'm, I'm not a big emulation person because a lot of faff mm-hmm. but i do find myself sometimes going could end up could allow me to play hybrid heaven mm-hmm. yeah more, more modern emulation gets more faffier the more recent it yeah. yeah, you're fine with like arcade or like. Figure drive. My brother-in-law has an N64 with a shitload of games. I'm sure he okay. can allow me to play it next time because it was fun as all. Well, I'm always looking for new games to buy for my N64, mm-hmm. so I'll check it out. Yeah, 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 by all means, do it. I say it's it's really fun, and it just it's weird to say, but it's one of those games where you didn't realize how much fun it was to put an alien in the Boston Crab until you did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see a remake of it. an Amiga game called It Came From The Desert. Oh, nice. Oh. like a 1950s B-movie, right, where you were in the New Mexico desert and giant ants, like them yeah. star giant ants started appearing. Cool. But the interface was like a choose-your-own-adventure selection option, what you want your character to do, I think. Yeah. To see that remade with like a heavy rain or um, until oh, dawn wow. interface. That'd be awesome, yeah. Well, even L.A. Noir actually could be good. How the... Oh, wait, no. I think that's a movie. Okay. Same title. Probably. Okay. Amazing poster. No, that's the cover-up. Oh, is it? That was a box. Fantastic. Box, yeah. That's glorious. Hey, one, I'd, and think, speaking of Amigas, actually. Oh, that looks really good, actually. There's a game, I'd, there's a series I'd like to see redone. Uh, you can do them as um, browser games, but they're not the same. The Infocom t- uh, 2 own Adventure games. They had about 30 of them, and we used to have this box of floppy disks. It just came in a box, and it was floppy disk after floppy disk of all the games they'd released. So it was that like Police Quest and no, they were the Sierra did the Police Quest stuff, right. and it, but it came out around the same time, okay. and it was purely text based. So oh, okay. the Police yeah. Quest ones were oh, graphical, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they were rudimentary graphics and stuff. But the Infocom ones were literally just text based. So it was like Zork, okay, yeah, Zork yeah. two, three, four, or however many fucking games they made of those. Um, Enchanter, which was a really good, really fun one, which is just like Conan the Barbarian style fantasy romp. Um, one which I really loved called Deadline. You had 24 hours to solve a murder, and everything you did advanced the clock by oh, one nice. minute. Oh. So you had to be super efficient with what you were doing and not pursue any lines of questioning. So basically, you got there at, say, 7 in the evening, and the following day at 7, they, were, they would ask you, who do you think did it? And you would have to tell them definitively by 7 o'clock in order to beat the game. Oh. We never did. But uh, that's mainly murder because got away. Of, yeah, <laughs> I don't think we ever finished it. But yeah, to this day, that murder is still at large somewhere in video game land. <laughs> <laughs> don't have nightmares. No, no. But say so it's the the Infocom ones you can get as browser games. You can play them in a web browser, mm-hmm. but it's not. So it doesn't feel the same. It's like I want something more kind of authentic, without maybe having to install Relokick. Um, what was the other one that they had as well, which was like that? It had a Hitchhiker's Guide licensed one as well. Yeah. Um, that was happened to it. Yeah. Um, that one was good. That was one was basically just shot for shot, kind of telling of the film. And you played as Arthur Dent. You had to. You died, you died a lot, especially at the beginning, because you didn't realise, you couldn't remember what, how the fuck the movie opened, the, <laughs> the TV show opened. Like, what the hell? What the, did he, when did he, hang on, did he lay down first? Or <laughs> <laughs> Just basically, you just saw that, I saw this text explaining that you got hit by a brick. So many times. <laughs> he goes in, demolishes the house, you get hit by a brick and die. Basically, <laughs> yeah. is the gist. Nice. 
Nice. Um, Oldest game ever. <laughs> the other one we played was called The Lurking Horror, which was kind of Cthulhu-esque. Cthulhu mm, yeah. No. yeah. Um, there's another one I really wanted them to remake, and they actually did recently, and it's it's as good it's as fun as I remember. Was a obscure late '90s PC strategy game called Constructor. Constructor, yes, yeah. I'm so they've remade that, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've remade it on PC. It's already out on PC, PS4, and Xbox, and it's due for yeah. Switch this year. Um, I think the and, Switch version is going to have more stuff from what uh, I was reading. Yeah, basically they're gonna they've got a free content patch with the PS4 and the PC and the yeah. Xbox, but it's going to be baked Under into the Switch, the Switch game. Yeah. yeah. So you don't get anything extra as such, but you just get it in one go rather than having to download extra stuff, which is always nice. Like that, why has no one ever done Theme Hospital? Do you know, it's funny you say that. I keep seeing this advertised on Facebook. I don't know if you've seen it as well. Two two Point. I think Two Point Hospital. It's it's basically a a spiritual successor. Yeah, Yeah, it's actually people who previously worked at Bullfrog. Oh, so it's like um, the commander sort of thing where it's like the same guys, but they don't own anything. Yeah, Legacy of Kane. Oh, good choice. with like a Witcher style UI rather than a top Ooh, down. Nice. Yeah, that could be good. Yeah, with um, yeah, I think with the new one instead of bloaty head, I think it's like people with light bulbs for heads, and it's called oh. li- it's called lightheadedness. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be really, I thought that was going to go really dark for me. Yeah, instead uh, instead of bloaty head, they've got cervical cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, battle of laughs this game. <laughs> Brilliant. What the fuck do you mean chemotherapy is in a loot box? <laughs> <laughs> Banksy, eh? It's like, you're welcome, mate. You don't have to buy them. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> I didn't realise you were literally the cancer of the game. <laughs> All right, Reddit. <laughs> yeah, Constructor was one I sunk a load of hours into. Um, I'd quite like to see them have a stab at a HD remake of Knights of the Old Republic. <sighs> Because they've done, they've now released it on Xbox One as a backwards compatible Xbox game. I can play that on my Kindle. Yeah, mm, it's I weird. Know. Doesn't quite, never quite. Yeah, I've got to amaze phone, me that it is on my phone if I ever <laughs> want to play it. Um, but yes, it's on the Xbox One as a backwards compatible Xbox game, and apparently they have tidied it up a little bit. Some of these new, they've been mm. slightly upscaled to make them oh, look yeah. a little bit tidier. So I've not had a chance to try it yet. I went out and bought it because you know, even though it was like. Nine pounds, I think. Well, that was quite I'd good, considering interested. that as soon, as soon as that happened, they announced Kotor was going to be one of the first games. CEX's prices jacked right up. Mm-hmm. Same with Ninja Gaiden Black, but thankfully, I already own that. Be very interested to see them do something with Kotor Two because you know that was famously rushed, and they yeah like, they cut a whole subplot out, and the ending is nonsense because they sort of bolted it on the last minute, didn't they? So yeah, I'd like cool. to see someone kind of not just. HD remaster it, but maybe like finish it. Yeah, that'd be good. This is all one. Do you think this will work with upgraded graphics, or do the graphics kind of a larger part of the appeal of it? Phoenix Wright. Seen it remastered, and all it does is smooth around the edges. I think for cartoons you can get away with yeah, it. Okay. You, d- you don't necessarily. You're not going to notice yeah, a. I was going to say I never played any of the Phoenix Wright games. Oh, you'd like you them? I think. Them, mate. Really good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just assumed they were Nintendo uh, DS only, or they were. Uh, yeah, they were Capcom server so on. Yeah, iPhone. They were at mm. one point, and then I, they got. I knew ported. you could get him in Marvel vs. Capcom Three. That's about the only <laughs> experience I had of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, only when you unlock the barrel scraper. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's one thing Marvel vs. Capcom is good at, yeah, your, your, your fist really? of doom is no match for my court battle. Flinging <laughs> <laughs> papers over. I give you. Does the he get into a legal battle with Matt Murdock? Is that how it works? 
that'd be a, oh my god that'd be like a, a mini game where they have to sort of yeah. I don't know give us something up and shit. just smashes both of them yeah. 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 Objection. you're lying the litigators oh, oh crap I can hear he's telling the truth <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see them uh, bring the Professor Layton games in a similar way across mm. from somewhere because they've been Nintendo exclusive all the way through the only yeah, thing they yeah. have done is they've done Layton Mysteries or something which is on phones now but I I got really put off by the price because it, it opened retail at £18 yeah, it's which for a like phone game is game fucking obscene thankfully I managed to get wait for it to come down into a sale and I have this thing I don't know if you guys have seen it there's a Google app where if you do short surveys about shops you've been to recently you get Google Play credit alright I managed to build up like four or five quid just basically telling them I went to Forbidden Planet the other day it was cool uh, and it's li- it's literally all they well, ask. Loop. They'll, they'll ask like, "Oh, which of these five shops have you been to in the last week?" And usually one of them is somewhere you have been to, and the other ones are just places you might have passed on the way. Yeah. And you go, "Okay, Forbidden Planet. I went there. When did you last go there? Uh, the day before yesterday." Rate your visit from one to five. Five. I don't know. It was fine. I didn't buy anything, but I didn't. Oh, int- I didn't actually intend to. Yeah, it needs more water. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it will just go. Thanks. Here's thirty-seven p. Seems like a lot for not really doing anything. All I've done is say, yes, I was there. Yes, it's, it was then. Then? then. Well, well, the moment Google realised they're not making any money, which, to be honest, I don't think they would notice. <laughs> no, at this point, it'd be like, whatever. Give them I'd like them to remake it. Aliens Colonial Marines under my watchful eye. Hmm. Do it properly. <laughs> well, the one they, had, one they actually said they were going to make rather than what they made. Yeah. I mean, I played it, and it wasn't, like, complete shit. It was, mm. play, it was totally... I could play it to the end without any issue. As, oh, well, no, as I said, I played it, I paid three pound seventy nine for it. If I paid more than a five tenner for, or yeah, tenor. a five or a tenner, I might have felt a little bit disappointed. Yeah. But for the amount I paid, I definitely got a pint of beer's worth. Yeah, so yeah. my understanding is it would annoy me more as an Aliens fan than I'd enjoy it as a video game fan, and I'm much more an Aliens fan than I'm a video yeah, game probably fan. Probably true, actually. And yeah. I think I saw it for three quid and was like, I could just buy pizza and watch for Blu-ray. Yeah. Also, she. How the fuck do you buy pizza? Yeah. For getting for three quid. Shit as well. Oh yeah. Also, I'm not, I'm looking, I haven't could have gone all out. Yeah. I just adds wedges onto an existing pizza order. Yeah. I see. You don't get potato on pizza very often. Yet for the same reason, there's no reason you couldn't. No, that's true. Yeah. Would you like I some see. carb with your carb? <laughs> yes. Nice extra carb. <laughs> Put some fucking Doritos on it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Tell you another one that I'd like to see him remake. Egg in the middle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pizza with an egg in the middle. Fuck it. What are we doing? Um, yeah. In four K. Okay. Um, I'd like them to go back and redo Dark Forces, but give him another plot because obviously they've overwritten it with Rogue One. So would you play as Jyn Erso or would you play Ooh. as or Kalkatan gets his own story? Kalkatan gets a different story. Okay. Yeah. And you would have the same, otherwise the same arc. So he goes and does mm-hmm. his story, defects from the Empire to the Rebels because everybody, that's the trendy thing in games. Oh, my retcon appearances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, would you still have him come, become a Jedi? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, you'd have to work it slightly differently because... Oh, that's not kill Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah. Pre-episode seven. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest... That's how you uh, uh, Okay, Death Star plans aside, the late, I'm not, I've not played every single Dark Forces game and I never finished them, so obviously if the plot does go in a direction I'm not aware of, obviously do correct me. Okay. Um... Is there anything that I know they effectively decanonize it because they decanonize everything? Yeah. But is there, aside from Death Star plans notwithstanding, is there any part of the stories afterwards that couldn't pop back in really? 
the only thing is in the old EU there was like stories of how the desktop plans were done like four times and they just went oh they got different bits of the plans mm. yeah maybe I suppose I could do it that way um, there's a game on the DS I forget what with the Twi'lek character oh god Steve the Alliance or something yeah. wasn't it yeah, yeah. it's kind of it looks shash yeah I, I've, I, can't, I couldn't DS, tell well <laughs> yeah. I couldn't tell you if it's any good Professor or not Professor Layton yeah <laughs> we bought it from my nephew because we bought him a DS and a load of games for cheap on eBay for Christmas Kept both of them that was one of his. It was just like, oh, that'll do. Yeah. But I think he tried to play it for like about 30 seconds. Like, it's too hard. Uncle, Uncle Spike, this is shit. Yeah. You ruined my Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and every previous Christmas. <laughs> Retroactively with the Wrong with game. you, kid. You've got a weird concept of how time works. Um, yeah, so there, there's, I suppose, thinking, about, thinking back on it, let me think of the plot of Dark Forces. So he starts off taking the Death Star plans and he meets the Dark Troopers and all that. Jedi Knight, uh, he gets, he finds out his father was a Jedi, gets the lightsaber, goes after Jerick, who's Dark Jedi and all that. Yep. Yeah. Dark Jedi cult, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, Jerick sounds right. And then Dark Forces 2, sorry, no, Jedi Knight 2, which was technically Dark Forces 3, but who's keeping track? Clearly not Lucasfilm at the time. Yeah. Um, or LucasArts, rather. Uh, Jedi Knight 2 was about him going after a rogue student of Luke's who okay. found the Valley of the Jedi again or something yeah, like that. It. Yeah. Um, and then Jedi Academy was about a couple of students who went to Luke's Academy under Carl's eye and then one goes bad and one goes after Oh, him. okay. So maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe the later games couldn't be done. But I thought you could definitely do up to and including could, Jerick. You could do yeah, Dark probably. Forces for a start. You yeah. could do Dark Forces. Yeah, and you just could do re- Dark Forces. Yeah, I mean, retell it from some other yeah. thing. He's helping the rebels in a different way. He to be honest, be. when the Death Troopers turned up in Rogue One, I thought they were Dark Troopers. Oh, same. Mm-hmm. Same as when that TIE fighter turned up, I thought it was going to be in the movie. Original plan was it was. <laughs> was it? Yeah, which one? I heard. So. The one in the trailer was, um, they recut a shitload of stuff. Um, I, I heard for the guys made the trailer were told, I'll put the TIE fighter in. You know, it's not in the movie. Yeah, but it'll look good in the trailer. What, what type? Which one? One, the, one there's a point where Jin's walking out towards the balcony and oh, the TIE fighter comes, comes and raises up. up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think um, it was Rebel Force Radio interview. They said someone who said, yeah, it was never supposed to be. That's entirely possible. I mean, it's yeah. one, it ah. might be one of those ones that they were maybe not sure. just one interview among a wealth of hundreds. Of yeah, those. possibly. It's also possible that it was one that they weren't 100% sure was going to get cut, but strongly yeah, suspected good. or something. Because yeah, yeah. they had to re, cause they rewrote part of the ending at one point. Because okay. why they did a load of reshoots yeah. that mm. were sort of... Also, why, why go to all the effort of making all this footage if you're not... Because we like Peter Cushing, Blake. Well, yeah, but... Not in that bit. <laughs> yeah, he's not... Oh, was he just over <laughs> the hang, just standing on the, just standing on the top? You know, you've now made a load of people look, go and re-watch the trailer to see if they look, can yeah. spot him. If you're going to put Peter Cushing... the effort of digitally resurrecting Peter Cushing, you may as well have him moonwalking across the top of a time because <laughs> it costs no more extra money by that point. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, bitches? <laughs> Tell me her name was Bela Jean. <laughs> this song doesn't exist yet. <laughs> it's like, um, it's I was listening to, um, you know, Cinema Sins, the YouTube channel. They did one of, um, no, not Cinema Sins, Honest Trailers. Uh, oh, yes. They did one of Aladdin, and they said that Robin Williams was such a good genie that he managed to re- do impressions of characters who didn't exist in the time and <laughs> wouldn't exist for 2,000 more years. He's doing like Johnny Carson, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and all that. Jack Nicholson. It's just, you know, this, this genie is so prophetic, he can do <laughs> characters who don't exist. <laughs> anyway, games. Yeah. Yeah. So D- Jedi Knight would be cool. The, would that be. Dark Forces series. Um, Kotor, the X-Wing games. 
Yeah, yeah, that would work. And they Thrones, were great. They were like you know, flight sims. They weren't they were, like yeah, after hardcore battle front, they? throw yourself mm. around stuff. They were good. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, we bought X Wing versus Tie Fighter, oh, and mm. that was the reason we had to get Windows ninety five because up until then we were running in MS DOS, <laughs> okay. and I didn't realize because I didn't realize at the time. This is when I learned about reading the specs. Um, age about twelve or thirteen, I think, yeah. was when I made when I learned my first lesson. Because mainly because up until that point, everything we'd bought was fine and just worked. So, you know, it's only, it was the first game we played where Windows 95 was required, not just, you know, runs better this way. Yeah. Um, so we ended up having to, you know, I said to my dad, oh, I can't play this game. And he said, well, that's fine. We need to, we've been meaning to upgrade anyway, so we might as well just do it. I ended up playing that a lot to justify it because I felt bad. <laughs> that and the first GTA was basically my most com- most played games because at the time it was, I was about 14, 15, I think, when it first came out, mm. the first one. Yeah. And I remember, <laughs> I even remember, even remember, even then, on the some sort of TV like G, like GMTV or some sort of you know twee middle morning content show during the summer holidays, there was an interview with a kid who'd picked up the latest issue of PC Gamer and played the GTA demo, even though it said eighteen plus only. Oh, yeah. They were like, "How did you feel about the game?" He's like, "Oh, it's very disturbing watching that." And I remember even at the time thinking, "Pussy." Yeah, <laughs> I just remember thinking, you know, I, I think it came out, and I said to my dad, you know, I'm this game looks really cool. I'd quite like to play it. And birthday came around or something and I got it. Weird. I don't remember much about being a child. <laughs> I remember being smaller, but not much. Drugs, yeah. So. It's repressed a lot. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, so if the day I do visit a therapist, it'll just be like the Ark of the Covenant's been opened. <laughs> <laughs> Therapist's face just melts straight off. Um, but let's say I remember the, the mm-hmm. interviewing the kids. And he was like, oh, it was very disturbing what I saw. And I just felt like, one, it's just a game, I mate. I say, GTA 1 is this? Yeah. yeah. One, wow. it's just a game, what, mate. What was disturbing? In I mean, in theoretically. You could mow down some Harry Krishnas. That was about it. Yeah, I think I mean, it was the fact you got a combo you stuff, bonus for. <laughs> no, mowing down of Harry Krishnas, you know, you, if mm-hmm. you're going to mow people down, you, you kind of apply it equally. But the fact you got a, conga line, a bonus yeah. for yeah. doing yeah. so was kind of like, ah. The game was I mean, it sort was just of all top down. frenzy. I was, yeah, I, was, I, I wouldn't say the game was outrightly disturbing because there wasn't really any graphical... No. No, of it. I think the no, only yeah. game I ever played that I thought, hang on, this might be a little bit too far, and even though I'm like, I wasn't offended by it, mm-hmm. was like Manhunt. That was like one of the first games where I went, yeah, if they wanted to have a go at this, that, that, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was, was about gr- gruesome 12, I played Mortal Kombat 2 so much I had nightmares. And about I stopped. Mortal Kombat or just... Well, it kind of... Sort of. Uh, it was. I played fifty in a row because it was uh, you were Cybot. able to, to fight Noob Cybot. Yeah, exactly. So I played it long enough to fight Noob Cybot, and then this the Super Nintendo overheated and crashed because oh. I played it for fifty straight games trying Whoa. to beat Noob Cybot to get to Noob Cybot, and then I had nightmares about being um, pursued into my room by shadow people, mm-hmm. and it was one of those ones where it's very vivid to the point where you look, think you're awake. Yeah, and I was watching. Mm. You know, like I, in my dream, I was watching people like shadow people grew in bunk. I was in a bunk bed. And I was watching shadow people climb up the ladder and actually oh, make yeah. their way over. And I was like, fucked up. Fuck me up. Yeah, you so, really uh, shouldn't have watched Ghost the same day. There is that. And <laughs> then you really shouldn't have watched Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was that, you know, then I had nightmares about, you know, pottery classes and Patrick Swayze <laughs> fucking. <laughs> yeah, we've all had that nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> we want to ease up on the roadhouse a bit there. <laughs> <laughs> Made a beautiful vase, though. Yeah. yeah. Just shame it was covered in jizz. <laughs> The episode title. There you go. Ah. A vase covered in jizz. <laughs> what games did you like to see brought back? A vase covered <laughs> in jizz. Yeah. Star Wars Behind the Magic. I want that updated for New Canon. Oh, that'd be awesome. 
That was pretty cool, actually. actually even then. Uh, if that would have been a book, I would have read that thing from cover to cover. I think I did all yeah. of it. Nice. It was, uh, instead of revising for my GCSE homework. I remember they did, <laughs> they did a thing like that. It was an interactive CD-ROM thing called Star Warped. And it was a send-up of Star Wars stuff. And it was one of the voices I remember being Michelangelo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. I don't know who the other guy was, but he might have been somebody famous as well. Um, famous in voice actor circles, obviously being relative term varying. Uh, but it was basically just a load of sketches and send-ups of Star Wars things. It was pretty funny. Like It was kind of presented like a prop closet sort of interactive and you could click on things to open up stuff. And it would have things like um, little anima- uh, storyboard animatics of what if Empire Strikes Back was directed by Tarantino and it was just Luke swearing <laughs> at Vader, but it, Vader looked like nice. Harvey Keitel and stuff like that. Um, you made me think of things that aren't quite games that we might like. I don't know. Everybody of my age seemed to have one of those movie maker things. I had the 3D one. Not the, there was a Nickelodeon one, which apparently yeah. was incredible. I All had the 2D the non- ones with the little, with the gifs, basically that you yeah. overlaid. Oh, yeah. I had the non Nickelodeon 3D movie maker, and it was so much fun. The the uh, the Windows one with the yeah. guy with the big blue nose. Yes, that's and what the I policeman was building who, up towards. And the sound effects is like <laughs> the fact that you could record your own dialogue. I thought yes, it was just kind of. Um, revolutionary at that point, I guess. I, I, I would kill for that game to you exist know, again. That was movies? so good. I love the movies. The movies I have, the I movies have it over there. Quite as no, I have, I have. But, the, yeah, but no. that was it. It bridged the gap between the two things quite mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I'd love to play that again. I, have I enjoyed that, that game a lot. Unfortunately, it doesn't work with Windows 10, and there's no, no. obviously because Activision has just ki- killed support for it mm. because it's Lionhead. I think. Yeah, yeah it is. Did yeah, it. Um, Lionhead have just been bought out and then just kind of left to left to rot. Um, there's no support for it. I might, I might have a look and see if there's like a fan-made patch that makes it work because I'd love mm. to play that again. And I was actually at one point going to do an E14 cartoon series with it, huh. but I just never got a chance. And then, let's say, upgrading through various versions of Windows over the years, I've just not been able to actually get it working long enough to even get it going. Talking about things that don't work, there's a specific game that I'd love to work now is uh, the Space Hulk Vengeance of the Blood Angels because mm-hmm. there's been a lot of Space Hulk games oh that was a by, first person shooter wasn't it yeah mm-hmm. that was the one where it was a FPS most of the time but you sort of paused it to give orders on the Space yeah, Hulk yeah. board and mm-hmm. you only had a limited amount yeah, of time to give like, the orders almost like faster than light it was real time yeah. but you could pause real exactly. time exactly yeah. uh, it, it was on the yeah I'm just trimming his lollipop is so loud I was trying not to corpse I've, over it I've yeah. broken come through on the mic I know in the room it's like thunderclaps I honestly just thought you'd broken a tooth yeah I know she's just you alright nope just yeah. my face <laughs> just my enormous jaw <laughs> they just did. my mono tooth <laughs> but yeah they did do that game for PS1 I think but I had it on the PC but the PC version was this really weirdly specific it, it became obsolete really quickly it was like they yeah, so it sounds like I'd love um, that to work again. Sounds like the Bureau XCOM declassified. That was third person, and then you could go to the tactical map and issue other orders to other people. Mm. A little bit, yeah. But if it had the difficulty of an enemy unknown, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best thing about it was the voice acting. Actually, me and my dad still talk about it. He he, he played it with me, and like he doesn't play many games, but he we found it hilarious that each of the Space Marines would say his own name, and they all it was just. There was something about them going, Amael, Samuel, Bethor. You know, that was just really yeah. funny. Bethor especially, he was my hero. Oh, <laughs> that reminds me, speaking of fun voice acting, Warcraft 1. Destroy all humans. Oh, yeah, Warcraft 1. I never destroy played. all humans, I, yes. 
Warcraft, Warcraft, and or Warcraft Two. Yeah, amazing. I was going to say I didn't play Warcraft until Warcraft Two, but um, Warcraft One was similarly fun. Sorry. For the benefit of our younger listeners, Warcraft used to be an RTS. Yes, yeah. used to be. A, and uh, yeah, you'd be amazed how many people don't actually know that. For our younger listeners, RTS stands for Real Time Strategy, game. <laughs> <laughs> which is a thing people used to play in yeah. the nineties. Yeah. Because board games were turn-based strategy, and then they went to real time strategy, and now strangely, they've kind of gone back to turn-based strategy again. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, I used to love. Um, yeah, because. Warcraft 2, I think, was one of the first instances of click that I never noticed, sort of repeatedly clicking on a person and then they actually get annoyed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah. And there was the first Starcraft, which was pretty damn awesome as well. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Now, they have remade that, haven't they? I believe you're right, yes. Yes, there is a remake of that. And have they made Starcraft 2 free to play now? I believe so, but or then like I've that. got some weird situation with my Battle.net yeah. account where they've given me the expansion for free, but for some reason I can't access the game, even though I fucking own it. I don't understand what's going yeah, on. I mean, bar me having a big binge of it when I first got a review copy through that fucking review copy. E fourteen. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> we got an advanced review got advanced copy, copy of Starcraft two, and then it was time locked, so you couldn't play it until the game launched. And I remember if it was like I emailed a guy saying, "Hi, we're um, this game's time locked. Is there a way we can get in and play it?" And about half an hour later, he blasted it. Everyone's address book. Yes, I know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happened to me today. this is a weird one um so i've got like a bunch of podcasts obviously in my phone subscriptions and stuff and one of the episodes came up today and normally this podcast um has like episode 110 this is what the subjected line is like you know like we do kind of maybe yeah. there's a line from the episode or there's a clever sort of play on words or whatever um what the episode was just called i'm busy <laughs> <laughs> So it's a two and a half hour show, mate. I'm not surprised you're doing too much editing, putting too much pressure on yourself. It's one of those. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, we haven't done an episode in a while. Things. No, no, uh, it was a it was a normally scheduled episode. So I just, just called it. I'm busy. I think. I wonder if you just <laughs> typed it in the wrong field or something, and then was just like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention it to him. I was, I was gonna. Oh well. Well, you have now. Sorry, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> if you did, if that did go out accidentally, then I apologise. So you know, your fault. One that could be rebuilt from the ground up. There was an EA game on a Mega Drive called Haunting, where you played as a ghost and you possessed items around the house to try and scare the family mm-hmm. out of the house. A reboot, remake from the ground up of that with modern graphics, maybe even a bit darker because it was quite nineties like adventure and cartoony. Been, maybe not that game, but I feel like that premise has been done. There was a puzzle game on PlayStation, kind something of, like Pixel maybe. Haunting, something like that. Maybe it was a bit like the fun, Friday the Thirteenth one as well. Go type puzzle maybe, game. Yeah. Yeah, Friday the 13th was fun in a yeah, first the, the, shoot with no the shooting. Yeah, the EA Haunting yeah. on the Mega Drive was more like a, well, slightly platformery, but bit, it was yeah. slightly puzzle game because you, you had so much energy and you had to scare everyone out of the house. It was incredibly 90s, though. The ghost had fucking... It was the hair and the, and the like, jacket and all that sort of thing. What was it called? <laughs> I'm just looking up all the games. Uh, Every haunting. game that gets mentioned. Haunting on Mega Drive. Oh, here's another game that's quite uh, a freelance. That was like one of the precursors mm-hmm. to like X2 and X3. Yeah. yeah. A sort of open world space expansion. It was sort of late, really, wasn't it? Yeah, a bit like that. It was, I think it might have even been the same developers, but it had mm-hmm. a really good story. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember I just got it for free with a PC magazine. Mm. With a, um, it just came as like a freeware, a freeware game on the front of a PC magazine. I was living in France and I just played the absolute fuck out. And this was, bear in mind, I had KOTOR to play as well. So I was just <laughs> like, it must have captured my interest quite significantly. Yeah. Also, Football Manager 2005, but I'm not bothered about having the because <laughs> they do it every year. That's 
Yeah. The thing, you never think of these things, like in terms of remakes, you never think, oh, that's a particularly good FIFA or, you know, <laughs> yeah. things like that. Yeah, that's wow. Um, the only one I would say I would like is I'd like them to do another WWE, WWE game where they have a GM mode like SmackDown oh. and Here Comes the Pain. Yeah, is I'm that GM mode was games. fucking awesome. There's I some good lost uh, hours. tabletop fantasy wrestling guys I really enjoy. I'll uh, yeah. swap if you want to go. Yeah, we'll give it a go. Yeah. Cool. I think we, we provisionally made a play date for that uh, last episode. Probably, but, yeah. 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 In between. Yeah. Not a remake, I know, but... Actually, having Firepro come to this country would be nice. Oh, that would yes. be fucking wonderful. Because yeah. all I've seen is people. I've watched uh, the What Culture Wrestling guys play it. Um, play one of the Fire Pros and so much fun. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm obviously having fun with my Switch version <laughs> of 2K18. <laughs> he was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, he wasn't Stone Cold when he fucking walked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there when he walked Steve out. Austin. Glass was still intact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the delayed glass smash. <laughs> It'll be brilliant. The graphics are going full speed. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the other way around. The, other way the around music where goes from normal speed and the animations don't. With Stone Cold, it's not so bad because he just walks down to the ring, does the turnbuckle thing. But with somebody like Bobby Roode, where you need ones. the music cues and the lighting cues <laughs> and the animation cues, it just looks wrong. That's a shame. It is mm. a shame. I've been... I say I've actually had a proper go on the Switch now from work, and I was genuinely impressed at how well it works with stuff that's built for Mm -hmm. it. So that's kind of a shame because, like, I have to boot up each of the main, each of the consoles in like double quick time. Mm -hmm. PS4 is a fucking nightmare because it has to tell me off and restart every time. Passive aggressive PS4. Xbox One is is fine, but I have to sign in every controller. Yeah, yeah. But then, then the Switch is just boom. Hello. Press this button three times. Now the game is playing. Yeah. And if you want to, I know, like somebody, it's been one, two switch for all of them, but then one kid wanted to play Pokemon tournaments. So I had to raid the other box, get the ne- the other switch, two controllers, so two kids to play. I was like, well, what do I do? Like with these ones, how, I've got to sync them up. How do, how do I do that? And then it turned out all you do is you just attach the new controllers to the switch. Yeah. They just sync. And they just sync. And yep. I was amazed. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's brilliant. It's one of the best bits of kit I bought in ages. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but like I say, the WWE 2K18, we talked about it on the last episode. I think it was rushed for Christmas, mm. which is a shame mm-hmm. because if they'd left it till after Christmas, I think if it had come out now or with Royal Rumble, WrestleMania coming up, people would have still been up for it. Because it's, and it's a shame that it yeah. sort of rushed it out because it is. And the, apparently 2K have a bad track record for not going back and fixing games afterwards. So I may be stuck with what I've got, which is playable yeah. and quite fun, but not the oh, best experience. Yeah, I was just hoping for more. I don't know. Like seventy percent of the game, I was hoping for. If I had to mm. ballpark it, maybe seventy three at a push. On the plus <laughs> side, now that Switch has been out for a while, uh, hopefully two K nineteen will be a bit more optimized. Okay, Absolutely. it won't be PS four Xbox One, but it will be. Hopefully, it will be yeah. optimized. I'd be more happy for the if they just console. went back to the old sort of No Mercy style. Like you know, it's it doesn't have to be beautiful to play well. That No Mercy wasn't exactly a pretty game, especially if you go back and watch it watch old videos of it being played now. Yeah. It's blocky as all hell. The arms look like they're made out of balls, like they're made out of kitchen roll. Mm-hmm. But it's so much fun. And, you know, you can have an hour-long ladder match that's just back and forth. So every time you think you've got it won, somebody can come back and run up and sort of ch- yeah, jump you off and stuff. more momentum, that one. As yeah, well. the, um, the way the 2K18 one, I quite like the system got in the new ones. It's you run up to the top of the ladder and you've got a, like you, you're tracing the outline with your th- right stick, 
and there's a little gap and you you flick it in to sort of jump into the between the gap and if you there's like a little center like a ball in the center you have to touch that with smaller ball that you've and around the edge you have to look for holes and time it right oh okay and you sort of basically work the case free over time by doing that but anything you do saved so if you manage to get three notches out of ten and then you get knocked off and somebody else comes up they can pick up from notch three carry on oh okay. a bit of a back and forth thing um i learned that having braun Strowman doesn't help even though he's like a foot taller than some of the others there you go anyway yeah remake remake games because you oh, know i thought one uh you i don't know if anybody i don't know if this is a game that anybody else knows but i used to love playing this this world war one flight sim called dawn patrol Mm-hmm. that was on across like five floppy disks so it's pretty old school yeah. it was like you could count the pixels that each plane was made out of but <laughs> apart apart from the graphics I don't think I'd change a single thing about the game Okay, so it would be great just to see an HD remaster it, like it was just a straight flight sim really, yeah. really but it was good because the planes are quite simple they didn't mm-hmm. have to be too technical, and it was yeah. you could really just focus on the dogfighting sure. once you got the basics down. Flight sims a- could get really nuts and bolty. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I remember playing MiG twenty nine on a Mega Drive. Yeah, that was just like yeah. There's there's nothing remotely resembling a Mega Drive controller on the controls of an actual MiG twenty nine. Is that still Battalion? So I basically, I'd go through the manual, and one of two things would happen. After I I would get bored. <laughs> and pulling me undercarriage, <laughs> or I would get bored and fire the ejector seat. <laughs> but the best bit was it then did a replay for you. <laughs> the replay was just this camera spinning around this MIG, which either went onto the concrete or. If I ever told this story on the podcast, I remember I wrote about it, but I used to have this game on my our first 386 PC back when they were the I shit. I can remember in this. I don't know. <laughs> yep. That's why um, I'm laughing probably harder than everyone so else. We're, we're playing, uh, we used to have this, we had three games on this machine. We had a version of Columns called Beyond Columns. We had a jukebox that played three MIDI songs and they were all royalty-free <laughs> ones like Peter and the Wolf. Oh, yes. Um, and The Entertainer and things like that. I think you've And then the third one was a game called F-29 Retaliator, which was a jet flight sim. And if you got blown up, you could eject. But if you ejected manually, the plane was still controllable from where you, from using the controls. <laughs> so you could very easily just steer the plane back round and then fly back through yourself. And you wouldn't die because fuck it, reasons. Uh, <laughs> but it was just funny it's just funny to watch this plane just circle as you were dropping <laughs> down to the ground. Because the other thing as well is you could be sixty thousand feet in the air and it wouldn't speed up to get you down to the ground quicker. You would fall at the speed at you the were allowed. Speed, yeah. Um yeah, so that one was one that we were happy to replace in terms of uh, PC <laughs> experience. And that's just made me think of another game, actually. Um, we used to have this adventure game. It's a very obs- a very unusual one. It's quite obscure, and it seems to be one of the ones it's not particularly well thought of. But me and my sister used to have a ton of fun playing it. It was called Bureau 13, and it was an adventure game about a group of characters who were all paranormal in some way. So they all had some sort of ability. Like, you even had a vampire... Um, and there was a bit where you had to you had to steal an item from somebody and you could follow them into the ladies' locker room because you could become mist okay. and then just go into oh. the shower and just kind of blend in with the rest of the mist and steal Titles the stuff. Familiar. Yeah, it was yeah, weird. I don't know no, that one. It was very, very odd. Because it's Seventh Guesty. Like yeah, they- almost, yeah. It was, like, it was like a sort of paranormal A-team almost in terms of... Puzzle gaming, the way you were describing it, but I mean, it might not be. Is it, is it, is it a bit like um, what were those games? Uh, like Lost Wolves or um, that Goblin one? 
bit similar. Where it was like a puzzle game where you had characters of a specific ability, but you goblins. had to use them to get. Was it goblins? To a point, and yeah. Lost, and Lost yeah. Vikings, the one you're thinking. Lost of. Vikings, the other one. There were there were two it's similar games where they yeah, had each really, one had a special similar. power. Yeah. Oh right, and so you, you used them to get through the level. Three eyes it wasn't so much like goblins. Lost Vikings, but it was kind of a mix of an adventure game and puzzle stuff because okay, you did have to choose the right. Looks like it was an up. Pen and paper RPG oh, as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. that may be where it is came that, from. Does there. that look like it? Yeah. Um, the characters look vaguely familiar. I guess the I guess I the remember there was different. one guy who was sort of part descended from Native Americans. Hang I don't on, remember what the, his power was. I'm guessing that's the I game. Wish. That is the game. But they look quite similar. Yeah. But yeah. It's it's a pen and paper RPG as well. It was similar. quite. It was quite entertaining. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It was quite entertaining. Says it's, as, it's got um, absolutely wonderful fluff, but the rules are probably too complicated for the. Style of the fluff. Oh, um, a lot of older tabletop games yeah. haven't dated well. I, I, We're I just so used to modern systems. No. I came. I, I thought about buying some GURPS books, and I looked at them. I was scared off. <laughs> GURPS was a system hampered by its own solution. GURPS' mm. the idea was you bought the main rule book, which is for nuts and bolts of a system, and then you buy bolt-on books, which would give you the Chrome for it. So you'd have a GURPS rule book, and then you could get GURPS Steampunk, GURPS D and D, GURPS yeah. Call. Ulu, Dart, Goat's Pulp. You got loads um, of them down the road. The, the main yeah, problem was the main system wasn't very good. So you know, a load of books weren't very good. It was yeah. kind of... Um, it was the soda stream of role-playing games. It was kind of trying to do everything. I guess the, it's the problem of trying to do everything. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. And certainly for some systems like I don't know, Deadlands, where the actual mechanics worked with the theme of the game so well, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, D20 as an open system it was more successful. Mm-hmm. Nice. I read somewhere that Fallout was born out of trying to do a video game of GURPS. Okay, okay. I could believe that. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they was adapted from the original Wasteland, I think. That's yeah. one I thought it would be nice. To, I'd like to see them do the original Fallout world with the new Fallout interface, so like with the sort of, you know, first person, third person mm. yeah. options, but do the, use the original... Oh, top-down isometric. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. I still have it somewhere. Have you played the board game yet? Yeah. It's good. How, how is, yeah. It's long. It's good. Look like it would be. Yeah, it's it's fine. a it's a long afternoon evening time. It's like a long evening stroke, all like all afternoon a kind of game. It's it's good though. It's it's very. It's not like anything I've played recently, at the very least. Um, it's mm-hmm. got like a very incredibly story driven deck to the point where it's got a story deck, okay. and once as you complete oh. quests, it says burn this card and re- and replace it with this one in the oh, shuffle nice. pile. Ooh. It's really cool. It works very well. I'd love to play. Yeah, yeah I'll say we'll sort it out for some time. Um, maybe it works as a Let's Play. Who knows? Um, off the top of my head, you, I can't remember. Proper long yeah, form I, I played one. it, and I wasn't really thinking about it in those terms. I was just trying to get my head around the rules because some of them were a little Do bit fiddly. I think my mate, talking about a Let's Play stuff, and yeah. completely taking a tangent. That's is, fine. That's what we do. I think that Thunderbirds co-op game. That I really want. Okay. Yeah, because it's quite short. Your dad wants to play it. Yeah, well, we <laughs> should, we should, that's in there because it's like you... I've played it a couple of times now mm-hmm. with Z-Stacks. Basically, we've ended up getting like three or four games in because you mm-hmm. either either you get to the end mm-hmm. or you fuck it up and die really quickly. Okay. So we're able to just go. You want to try to do that again? And then it's just okay, like cool. restarted like three times. Does the episode we actually just go it. five and then it's the credits? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's, well, Hang on, I'll come in again. Five. <laughs> five. <laughs> And what I love about Thunderbirds is you could tell who the least favourite child was. The one who got exiled to space. The, the one, yeah. Well, you get a rocket. You get a vertical takeoff craft. You get a spaceship. You're pissing yourself for five months. <laughs> That's the, the, um, the problem with that. Because each character... like catheters. <laughs> we nerfed the rule where you have to randomly pick a character because uh-huh. I, I ended up 
with John Tracy. Okay. And right, you begin on Thunderbird 5 and you can't do anything <laughs> until someone comes up in Thunderbird 3 and picks you up. You're stuck on Thunderbird 5, <laughs> unable to do anything as a player character. But it's a fucking brilliant game. Five, oh, we should play it. Five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so any, any emergencies? Any emergencies? Anyone? It's like, and you're. Uh, yeah. I'm out of depends. <laughs> <laughs> Please send fun. It doesn't matter. Five. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Robin Zero G. It's just, it's just floating everywhere. <laughs> it's in my moustache. It's in my moustache. <laughs> Five. <laughs> The perils of John Tracy. Yeah. Gordon's not much better, to be fair. We've got a bit dark star, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's totally like that. I'd love a Thunderbird 5 with a talking bomb. <laughs> Has anyone ever done a Thunderbirds video game? Uh, if anyone would know, I'd ask you, to be honest. Well, that's it. I'm, not I've I'm, not heard of one, but... I feel not like I'm aware there's of. probably like... some kid-centric PC experience. It's probably but not a, a pseudo like game. A tech type thing. Yeah, like a yeah. pseudo game. But like... Yeah, totally there should be that. that. Give it to Telltale. <laughs> Learn to count Hang on, with John Tracy. Oh, Hang on. Bye. <laughs> Thunderbirds, the video game, the Game Boy Color. Oh, fuck. Oh, the hallmark of quality. Oh, and yeah. there was one on PS2 as well. Oh. Oh, and there was one of the movie on Game Boy Advance. Shit. <laughs> None of these look great. I'm guessing by the fact we'd never heard of them that they're not good. Yeah, they're probably, probably, probably turd, saw yeah. them in a news agent at some point. Yeah, maybe. Shit, there's a Captain Scarlet one too. Worst video game ever. How's your health bar looking? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. <laughs> try and warp his mind by all means, but don't try and blow him up. <laughs> What's the point? Um, Jim, 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 the Mistral's puppet isn't working. Don't worry, I've got an idea. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an equivalent of how stupid it is to, that Captain Scarlet was always blown up. Because, you know. I kept trying. It's, it's just, I don't get so the thing is he couldn't ki- he couldn't die yeah but they always still lost yeah that was the thing it's like the Mysterons kind of got their way and won every week but the fact that Captain Scarlet would fail to be killed because that was not their objective their objective was yeah. always something else but and he always kind of up, yeah. failed to stop them doing yeah. the thing like assassinating was, this so guy you're not or, selling it to me anymore like even no, the idea of a guy who, who is only superpower is to constantly witness his own failures <laughs> I mean, I, the I, end of time. <laughs> to me, that's actually more interesting. Uh, see, it's kind of it's nihilistic. Yeah, right? Cap- that's the Telltale series. I it want. shouldn't have been called yeah. Captain Scarlet of the Mistrons. It should have been Captain Scarlet of a disciplinary meeting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd love a Telltale game oh like my God. that. Oh, Scarly, here we are again. Yeah. Captain <laughs> Scarlet, he's on strike too. <laughs> oh well, there's a. They made a Game Boy Advance. Uh, one that was just a really boring bullet hell game by the look of it. Look, there's oh, like yeah. nothing on that there's screen. Nothing there's, literally just, in that. there's literally just Thunderbird 1 with nothing <laughs> on the screen. Sorry. And also, makes no sense. that <laughs> makes as much sense as I'm making a Judge Dredd movie and putting an ABC warrior in it. Yeah. <laughs> I would love a Captain... Good, yeah. I'd love a Captain Scarlet Telltale game where it's like, you know, you've got your four options as each of the buttons and each one is choose a failure, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like this, I'm still alive. And, yeah, and one of them was just like, just piss yourself or yeah. <laughs> Captain Scarlet and his B45. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Scarlet reeks of ammonia. <laughs> Captain Scarlet, high school lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm trying to think. That's it. I'm still trying to think what the equivalence in stupidity would be with Captain Scarlet being blown up. I'm trying to think. It's like Captain Scarlet Farm Veterinarian. <laughs> <laughs> It's, <laughs> it's like the one from League of Gentlemen. Captain only to witness his own failures. He's literally uh, going through job after job each week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Five, Captain Black is always like his worst nightmare customer or something. So, yeah, a five-part Telltale series. We have a different job in each episode. That would be brilliant. Captain Scarlet, Ensign Scarlet. Yeah. <laughs> One more chance. <laughs> yeah, the last episode Jeff. is like, this is your last private, chance. Private Scarlet, this is your <laughs> last chance. Civilian Scarlet, it's episode five. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do? Series two, we see him working at Baskin Robbins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the ice cream, <laughs> serving up ice cream to lactose intolerant people. <laughs> Yeah the, yeah, the ice cream just falls on his foot. He's like, oh, for fuck's sake. By, by the end of series two, they only trust him with three of the flavours. <laughs> he keeps falling over and breaking his neck and just getting up again. <laughs> Slipping up cones. Then you end up a Hollywood producer. Yeah. <laughs> An all-female Ghostbusters movie. That sounds great. <laughs> Like, people in, aren't happy about works, this. Works in, mar- works in marketing for Sony Pictures. They're just yeah. like, quick, people aren't happy about the trailer. Tell them they all hate women. <laughs> Put Hillary up. She'll stop him. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Scarlet, thanks, Obama. <laughs> and on election night, he just gets run over. <laughs> Wakes up again. I was like, did we win? No. <laughs> End of series 28 of yeah. Captain Scarlet, the Telltale series. <laughs> I'd buy that game. <laughs> it's with just him looking at a poster that just says four more years. <laughs> well, or at the very end, the very end, he's like, full of despair, he tries to kill himself and he can't. <laughs> For two reasons. I feel like, I feel One, like, he can't die. Two, he just fails. <laughs> I feel like by the end of series 28, he's tried it multiple times and it's just going wrong every single time. <laughs> Final series is him sat in the Kekigahara forest hoping for the best. <laughs> Everything, every suicide method he tries has this vastly unintended and horrendous side effect. <laughs> well, I mean, the building you blew up did contain scientists most likely to crack the cancer genome. <laughs> You know what, Jeff? Uh, it's Jeff fine. Scarlet. You know what? It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Who, you know, in, any, in many ways, it was our fault for leaving you in charge of the KFC. <laughs> Captain Scarlet talks to Logan Paul. <laughs> Got nothing else to do while he's there. Yeah, true. It's true. Oh, dear me. <laughs> so we've got our own a better pitch to be honest yeah, yeah. we've gone from start to remakes and we've ended up pitching a whole a 28 series long Captain Scarlet Telltale adventure I'm, just, down, I'm totally I'm just interested to know if this, if this is going to win out over Vars of Jizz for the title the final series conclusion should be they give him one last chance and all he's got to do is sit on a space station until someone comes to get <laughs> <him>. <laughs> oh jeez John Tracy begins <laughs> and then you cut to the last half hour of Deep Impact <laughs> and then Aerosmith don't want to miss a thing plays over the edge and they go Scarlet that's the wrong oh, fucking movie. theme song <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm sorry 
Five. I thought perhaps, perhaps Sal Designer was the one. Fuck me. I don't know how how I've managed to drink my drink during this. <laughs> the amount I've almost spat it out. Oh, right, this is only expensive. Uh, fuck me. Oh god. Any oh. other remakes? Or- <laughs> Can't top that. I just, Can't uh, top that. Where do we go? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that that that's that's, that's a good that's the yeah, 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 yeah. If you so if you've enjoyed this episode a tenth as much we as we have, have yes. yeah, then you've had a fucking good time. So if you feel like getting back into it, you can go back and catch all our old episodes on the following subscription services: iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, Stitcher, Amazon Echo. I feel like I'm missing one. Spotify. Spotify, thank you. Uh, so you can also find the other E14 podcast, The Crazy Train, on all of the above-mentioned things. So and actually, on Amazon Echo, Crazy if, Train if you, will work. If you aren't already subscribed to The Crazy Train, do, because that one kind of felt like a crazy train to give you a kind of a, yeah, a vibe for it. If you, if you like a bunch of twats falling around laughing because yeah. they've gone off the rails so yeah, thoroughly. If you, if you enjoyed that Captain Skull a bit, then The Crazy Train is for you, absolutely. <laughs> I may just... If, if somebody says, what's, what's the kind of you know mission statement of your podcast I'll just clip that bit out and just <laughs> <laughs> demo reel yeah <laughs> this basically don't talk about video games instead uh, replace video games with blank and you've got the crazy train just keep the video games in you've got the game cast we'll do a limited 7 inch release of a Captain Scarlet Mix. there you go <laughs> oh yes on blue yes, vinyl because we fucked up yeah. <laughs> uh, so you can find all the podcasts and everything else we do on emotionally14.com um much like all our video game and tabletop related things. Uh, we also have some gaming videos on our YouTube channel. Uh, guys, where can people find you on social media? Um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, fucksakeblake. Um, you can find me on Instagram at harmoftheappreciator. And you can find me on Facebook in general. Spike. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at spydirection and Twitter at underscore spydirection. It really. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Easy to even bother with. That's fine. Um, I'm, I never vol- like impose that upon people because obviously some people pref- some people are okay with their pay- their profile being accessible and some. Not people that aren't, anyone's so. ever contacted me and was like, "Hey, you spy direction who's occasionally on the crazy train." I'm like, "That's never happened, so it's no. probably not an issue." <laughs> I've had that, but obviously, that, yeah. yeah. Well, of course you have. Yeah. I mean, you're always on. Yeah. Well, there yeah, is I, that. I've had one person. I was doing yeah. a book signing and someone asked me if I was the same Brad from a crazy train. I know. I yeah. 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 Fuck, it's real. It's great. Yeah. Made my day that. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else getting recognised for my hard work. <laughs> I'm there a lot of the time. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. At least 50%, I think. <laughs> it, didn't, it would have been worse if they come up to me and said, are you Rob Wade from a crazy train? <laughs> yeah, that would have been like, fuck, I hope that. It would be like, Scarlet, really? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm Rob. Inconveniently, would you like to buy my fucking book? Yeah. <laughs> they bought a book, to be fair. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I, I figured they probably would. Oh, my convention appearances. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Brad, yeah, social media. Um, you can find me on Facebook. You, you find me on Facebook by searching for Brad Harmer Barnes. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at RealBradHB. And you can find my books through Amazon. And you can buy those books using the E14 widgets that are available. So, yeah, you can find um, Brad's books and any other bits and pieces on Amazon that you wish to buy. You can do it through the E14 widget, which is available on uh, the bottom of the page and also on the support E14 page. You can also find all the other stuff we're associated with. So we, we, we are partnered with Humble Bundle partnered with Fanatical that used to be Bundle Stars also does a similar product we sell t-shirts on Public, we sell Redbubble all sorts of crazy shit so you can buy all that stuff through various E14 ads and links and stuff 
we try and keep the ads very, very minimal and not intrusive and over the top. Because I tell you what, one thing, just as a quick aside, that fucks bugs the fuck out of me is when you load up a page and the ad comes in over the top, Oof. starts playing, and you can't dismiss it until it's finished. Remember when Wikipedia was readable? Oh God! And it's like we were awful. If you just gave ten pounds a year, it's like yeah, maybe if you provided a service that didn't piss me off, (laughs) then I would give that ten pounds a year very happily. Almost unreadable sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Wikipedia. Sorry, I thought like Wikipedia. That too. I think there's a lot of those fan wikis. The forty k one is getting more cluttered as well. Or it was for a while. It's kind of gone back a bit now. It's better now. But anyway, Mm -hmm. that's that's big fire and affiliates. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, you can do all that What's stuff that, on, like? on the support on the support E fourteen on the support E fourteen. I'm just thinking of Captain Scarlet. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Rob Wade Vision and uh, say everything we do is on emotionally fourteen dot com. Everything I don't do, everything I do that's not emotionally fourteen is on talkstyles.co.uk. Um, yeah, thanks for listening and uh, bibbidi bop games. Bob bomb 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 bomb.